Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. That used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. That used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. What up, what up? We back. Realist Podcast ever reporting live from the Frame Complex, 222 Market Street. I am your host, the artist formerly known as C. Diddy. I I, I got teased last night. I'm going I'm, I'm going to get a symbol. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Matt is dead. Matt makes me sick. Is out of there. Just just a symbol. It's going to be something stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like a sneaker and a pancake <laughs> with a snake <laughs> going through it. Chicken and waffles. Yeah, something dumb. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, man, we are here, like I said, once again at the Frame Complex. Man, they actually got a brunch day party going on downstairs private party coming up a little bit later man these guys are you know always booming every time that we hear uh contact them on social media at frame philly f-r-a-m-e philly for uh dinner reservations brunch weekend brunch reservations private parties nightlife stuff they got going on fridays and saturdays it's a time man you know what i mean it's a great place shout out to the entire staff here at frame and uh the realest podcast ever, man. I'll be back in this bit. I uh, saw on social media you were out last night. You was, Matt was outside Shit. and uh, looked like you was bowling. I don't know what else, another nefarious activity you oh, got no, into. No, no, it looked not, like nefarious, just uh, you know, some, some some good, good, clean fun, good, clean family bowling. You know, for 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 the time being, as long as we could. Um, I do want to start with we have a live show in two weeks. We do. Um, holiday hangover, December seventeenth. At the, at the world-famous Billy Penn Studio. We got a lot of shit going on. Shout out to DJ A Boogie. He will be DJing the event. It's going to be us. It's going to be some poets. It's going to be some comics. We're going to do a live pod. We got it's, art. We got art installations. It's going to be free food. It's going to be free drinks. Top we're, shelf drinks. We're sponsored by Hennessy. We're sponsored by Grand Cormino. We're sponsored by Mishka Vodka. We're sponsored by the Black Oak Wine Club. Shout out to uh, Fuel Energy Drinks. We got a lot going on. We do. Get your tickets, man. Universe.com slash TRPE. I said that right for the first time in Spoke my life. Universe.com slash TRPE. The link is in my bio. I'm sure the link is in your bio. Yep. I had Philadelphia. I had no <laughs> bullshit. Four different people come up to me last night. Like, yo, no, I'm coming to the show, bro. I ain't got, get my, my ticket. got my fit. I ain't get my ticket yet. <laughs> my clothes I, laid out on the bed. But I'm waiting to see what my baby mom, <laughs> was she on. You know what I'm saying? But you know we we because you know they doing the fifth installation of the Expendables, so I, you know we just trying to figure. Beyonce out. Beyonce movie yeah. out. <laughs> but like, I got like four or five, and I'm telling them my, my one homie last night was like, "Yo, the, the the early tickets is all gone." I'm like, "Cause they the early, early ticket, yeah. tickets. You, it's, it's crazy that let's do that real yo, fast. Yo, dog. We are uh, seven years into this thing. Um, we've done roughly. 15 or so live shows, including mm-hmm. the two shows I produce for other people and a roost picnic and all of that stuff. Uh-huh. And at this point, people still don't get that when we put up early bird tickets, no matter what mm-hmm. they're going. Yeah. If we don't sell one other ticket past the early birds, the early birds are going to go. I, I, I contemplated doing like a 500 person venue. 500 early birds. <laughs> right. <VIP laughs> all tickets. early birds. <laughs> I said, let's just get it over. Oh, damn, it's still early birds? Yeah. No, it's lit. 
Straight up, man. Actually, uh, I went and visited a venue yesterday. I'm not going to say where, but for our, uh, for our anniversary show. We're going to push it to, like, late February just to stagger some time, give everybody time to reset. Crazy venue. So you want to keep doing shows? Unfortunately, I, yo, I, we like, gotta add. I think the anniversary show was like mandatory. It's it just it's it, it, it's and I had this conversation very with my homie last night. It's a bit frustrating because I don't know if it's Philly. I don't I don't know what it is, but it's like motherfuckers are like, yo, I gotta wait till there is just about no more salt in the hourglass, <laughs> and then it's like, oh, balls to the wall. Yeah, we on the stage performing. Niggas are texting me, yo, y- y'all still fucking with yeah. that, Joe? <laughs> that Joe tonight? Is it still going? Like, is it still a going? I'm performing. <laughs> I had somebody the other day was like, I'm about to grab, I ain't grab my ticket yet, I'm going to grab them Jones today. And I was like, okay, yeah, I mean, I know how it go. And, you know, he was like, no, I wasn't even like on some money shit. He was just like, you know, I ain't want y'all to, like, me grab the tickets, then y'all cancel that Joe. And I'm like, but you would get a refund if we cancel it. He's like, no, I'm just saying, like, remember y'all cancel one joint. It's just like, you know, I ain't want to, like, grab my ticket, then y'all cancel it. And I'm like, but you buying the ticket ensures <laughs> that we are closer to not canceling. Cancel it, yeah. He like, yeah, nah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know if it's just, like you said, I don't know if it's just a Philly mentality or just an urban thing, period, where it's like, you know, people are going to. Th- I'll be honest with you, I don't think it's an urban thing. And I'll be real, I don't even think it's a Philly thing. I think it's a... You and me and what we do thing. Because Drake don't got to go do this. No, Drake definitely don't got to go do this. I'm not trying to be funny, Drake put nine shows up, all sold out. Jeezy said, (laughs) I'm performing with the orchestra. Sold out. (laughs) Jeezy and the symphony. That's reality. So it's just like, yeah, no, it's just, it it do be a little bit of like a a headache. Have you noticed that people are putting the Eagles meme up where it's like, oh, great, the Eagles play today. What the fuck is going on? Who we won? It's like that yeah. shit where it's like, yo, we announced the show. Everybody's like, oh, man, live show is going to be great. Then the whole lead up to the show, we like, what the fuck is going on? Why is it only 38 tickets old? Yeah. Then the night of the show, 175 tickets. Yeah. And you just like, all right, cool. Like, But I Marcus guess. and Rob just went through this shit with their last show. They sold probably 75% of their tickets in the last 48 hours. Oh, that shit. That, that's some... That's some because <laughs> podcast, I, I don't... I, I have no clue. You know what I mean? It just... You, you would like to see it once just like... Put the t- we actually did it one time. That was the show at the art gallery. Yeah, yeah, Remember yeah. that shit sold in like four days. Four days. Like yeah. It was like done. It was just like, oh, okay, great, cool. We just get to show up yeah. and have some fun. But yeah, I'll say this. Um, when and if we do this anniversary show, that's going to be the last show for a long time. Yeah, I, I don't A long time. It be, it's, it's too much uh, anxiety attached yeah, to, yeah. you know, show production. And we put so much into our shows in terms of, Acquiring sponsors, getting product, doing giveaways, buying merch, all of that. And it's like, yo, I can't acquire the proper amount of stuff if I don't have a proper head count. Right. And then you end up with all this extra yeah, shit. you either got extra or not too much or not enough. Yeah. I had somebody hit me today. He was like, yo, man, why don't do the shows on Saturday? I'm like, sure, we did the last one on Saturday. Oh, man. Right. Because I'm like, you want that? It's just... <laughs> yeah. It's just, you, you, there's no win that That times. ended up being a thing because then we ended up competing with 48 different 88 events. other events. Yeah, we had people giving away tickets to man. go against us. I said, damn, we just a podcast. Yeah, like, yeah, niggas man. gave away Straight tickets up. to a rap concert. But nonetheless, live show is going to be fun. You got a live pod. You're going to have some art. You're going to have some comedy. You're going to have some motherfucking poetry. You know what I'm saying? She told me to go deeper. I ran out of poems. Like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's real, man. 
It's going to be a dope show. December 17th at the Billy Penn Studio, TRPE and Friends Holiday Hangover. Again, universe.com slash official TRPE. Uh, -tr and this is the first show of this kind that we've done. Yeah. We did, where we produce a variety show. It's a podcast. It's comedy. It's poetry. It's art. It's food. Like, it's mm -hmm. the, this is the, we've blended different elements together before, but not like this. I had a question that was posed to me the other day, and I, I you know, I didn't even mean to start with this, but we started with this. And we talked the other day on Patreon. Um, again, if you're not on a Patreon, patreon.com slash official TRPE, please get over there. We're doing 10 episodes a month, and we're, we're having a ball. Yeah, sometimes there. 11 and 12. Yeah, we're, we're having a ball. We're putting out a lot of content on Patreon. But uh, we talked on Patreon about you getting into it with the guy on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and... One of our good friends, good 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 listeners, she always comes at me with a bunch of shit. Like one of those people that like listens to the episode and gives you notes. Mm -hmm. And she's like, Yo. annotations, right? And we talked about you getting into it with the comedian guy on the on the thing, and something he said was, "Oh, your podcast don't got no traction." Yeah. You can't say nothing to me, but it's like, no, you do have all this traction. Yeah. And she's like, one thing I've noticed when it comes to like our culture and like before you break through to the mainstream, she's like, do you notice that people will not give you an ear to whatever you got going on just to try to, like, use that as, like, a a, 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 a barometer yeah. to your success? Later. And, yeah, and it's just, I'm like, damn, I never really thought about that shit like that. But that's, like, a thing to me. Yeah, well, people are weird, and uh, I punch niggas in the face yeah. in real life, so it's like, that shit is cute online. But, you know, we will get it shaken if you, if you play with me uh, in person. So, you know, you got to deal with that and live with the outcome of that. And it's like a win-lose or draw situation. You know what I'm saying? I'm but down I, to get my ass kicked to get my point across. Yeah. No, but I, I just think that's like a real thing where it's like we'll play a rapper for not having this many listens or this many mm -hmm. streams or whatever. When in reality, you won't give him the ear so that you can use that as against him down the road. Yeah. And I think that shit is kind of corny. Yeah. Well, ur ur urban culture in general is fried. Like it's yeah. it's 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 at its worst point where we've gotten to the point yeah. where now people will literally argue against what they believe in just for the sake of being an online contrarian in order to get traction because they know going against the grain creates that that debate and will make something blow up. Bruh. All of these motherfuckers are mining for clout and attention and trying to draw people back to their page because it's like, yo, if I get enough engagement, a percentage of these motherfuckers will follow me yeah. and then I could try to sell them, <laughs> sell them these nicks, these big ass nicks or whatever the fuck I'm selling yeah. like later on. Gotta so it's like everybody's trying to, you know, trying to build an audience, man. And I, I said it on, on Twitter today. Social media was supposed to inform people, bring people together, create more cultural understanding and all of that shit. But all it did was just make motherfuckers dumber. Well, I think at the at the at the inception of social media, it did its job. Yeah, me and you got cool through Twitter. Like yeah. that, it, it brought us together. That was a decade ago. That was, it was a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? I think uh, the Migos just came out. Like shows, <laughs> like yeah, that shit was a lot. Uh, Monster time ago. was out. Yeah, Monster was the biggest record around. You know what I'm saying? We were still drinking Alize. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was a long time ago. But I think over the last couple of years, it just shifted. Like a lot of the, uh, the, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the intangibles of it changed. Like a lot of the yeah. nuances of what, what it was changed. And everything became exposed culture and then cancel culture. And, you know, to the point where people, people, you know, 
daily go and look up people old tweets. Oh to yeah, find what you was in. It's just like this. You yeah, no, you can't look at at a tweet from 2010 through a 2023 microscope. It just it's you can't do that. So it's just yeah, a lot of it is just nonsense. Let's call it what it is. People are committed to being dickheads. Oh yeah, like people yeah. understand that being a jerk, being an asshole, mm-hmm. being a dickhead will bring you a certain amount of engagement that you could later potentially monetize because mm-hmm. you know once you get. Whatever peak engagement, you can always delete the shit, act like it never happened. Bruh. bruh. And just, you know, the 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 over infatuated with sex related talk. Oh God. Ha- has has just it's Good Lord. Like I, I see podcasts and I see these these clips where it's just two hundred thousand views through and it's just yeah, so so you anal toy or like we do B <laughs> or the straight right. It's just right. like how, uh, how do you feel about Louisville Slugger back? I saw <laughs> yes. a, I saw a page the other day. The chick got videos from her show. I mean, ev- and it's the big word. Every video yeah. is just so it's three dicks too much in one day. <laughs> if you fuck a nigga dad, do you think he got the right to block you? It's just like what? Yeah, the it's fuck? like. It, and niggas, niggas are making up scenarios. And I was about, yo, I swear to God, I was about to say, worse than <laughs> being a jerk culture, worse than sex-related culture, hypothetical Nigga. social media culture is absolutely insane. It's the worst. There's a portrait of a tweet that I have that I put on shit every, every day at this point, which says, welcome to Twitter. A black person will be there yeah. soon to ask your hypothetical question. <laughs> <laughs> that is social. It's like... Yo. The other girl the other day the girl said ladies and ladies only. Uh I forget what it was, and all the guys is engaging, and then she's in the joint like, I, I see y'all niggas can't read. And yo. I'm just like, yo, there's no right or wrong answer to this shit. Yo. These are all hypotheticals. What would you do? Like that's it. Yeah. You know what? It's it's barbershop talk on HGH. I'm, I'm gonna do it now. My y'all weird of the week. You, oh man, first 10 minutes, yo, y'all weird. Because we on the topic. I gotta go there. Do you have an idea as to what my y'all weird of the week is? I don't. Oh my goodness. I'm about to, about to get it cracking in here. I was watching the young nigga dunk for for the joint came on. All right. My y'all weird of the week. Are you familiar with Jason Weaver? Absolutely. Jason Weaver is a he's a he's a Star amongst black culture. He starred as Michael Jackson in the American Dream movie that we've all watched 35 million times on VH1. It takes two days to watch it, but we've all watched it. He also starred as Simba on The Lion King. Yeah. He did Simba's voice. The other day, a tweet came out. It said, Jason Weaver celebrates his hit song, I Just Can't Wait to Be King, selling two million records. The, actor, the actor's mom famously turned down a $2 million upfront offer and instead made him take 100 k in lifetime royalties from the Lion King series. He has made well over $2 million in counting. My y'all weird of the week. It's financial literacy Twitter. <laughs> financial. Then hit the blue button. <laughs> yo, financial literacy Twitter is one of the craziest. Because financial literacy Twitter will, in 140 characters, tell you how to get your life all the way together. Even if your life is all the way completely- together. <laughs> this nigga uh, said, actually, I think the $2 million up front in 1994 probably would have been the better move. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Because between Microsoft releasing Windows 95, AOL in 1997, 
Apple revamping the Mac in the early 2000s and creating iTunes. Walmart going international in the early 2000s and then the social media boom of 2008. He would have been a billionaire 15 years ago if he had the initial capital. What? The fuck <laughs> are you talking? What in the hot tub time machine are you talking about, nigga? What in the inside of trading is a black person going to get this kind of information? What in the Enron yeah. is going on here? What in the beanie baby? <laughs> <laughs> like, what, nigga? Get that little nigga some inside of information. That nigga dropped 15 dog, joints. Like, yeah, you could have ran any of these, please. Dog, Financial literacy Twitter will look at you. No bullshit. They tried to give him $2 million up front. Yes. His mom said, no, we want back in off the movie and a percentage going forward. Lion King, I'm here to tell you, it's one of the most successful franchises in Disney history. They keep redoing it. They keep redoing it. It's been on, they're celebrating 25 years of the Lion King on Broadway right now. The the, the reason we're here (laughs) is because... Jason Weaver's song just went double platinum from the first line. Yes. Thing. Like, so it keeps, keeps, keeps printing money. Yeah. And it's evergreen. Nigga, and a nigga could see that and be like, no, let me tell you what you should have done. <laughs> okay. Because think about this. Microsoft, right? You got Bowman. You know what I'm saying? Bill Gates. <laughs> they dropped Windows in 95. AOL, boom, dial up internet, 97. Bet you ain't see that coming. Right. They on Tom Water they, now. They on t- <laughs> <laughs> If you had 5000 back then, you'd be a billionaire. Dog, <laughs> he about, yeah, dog. he's talking about foregoing $2 million. He'd be Mansa Musa dog. if he invested that $2 million in all of that different shit. <laughs> Financial literacy. I don't know how y'all do it, man. I really don't know how y'all do it. These people are buffoons, man. I got to read you an exchange that I had with one of my homies. He one of them smart, dumb niggas that always see oh, the yeah. glass half uh, half full or whatever like that. <laughs> and I had to say to him, he said, he said, wait, he got a point, though. He should have took the two mil up front. Talk to me, Chitty. I said, man, fuck no. <laughs> Talk to me, Chitty. You know what I'm saying? What's going on? What's the word What's out the there? What's the word out there? Break it down for me. You a smart nigga. You know what I'm saying? What's the word you out to, there? You went to school most Yo. days. So I said, I said, he's he's saying that because of what those companies became. Nobody knew what the world was go- that the world was going to embrace computers and technology the way it did. People thought computers were a fad in the '90s. He said, "Lifetime royalties for the biggest uh, well of well one well one of the biggest movies ever is crazy." I said, "So I said, so let me ask you this: How was a 14 year old kid supposed to know to take his two mil and invest in those companies and become a billionaire? If that's the case, why did everyone else who had two mil in the 90s, like Tupac or Puffy, didn't run the same play?" Why is Joe Smith talking about he only got three thousand dollars? Mad niggas had two what mil the in the fuck? 90s, like, and that that's the. It's almost like you ever watch Deal or No Deal when they yes. take the deal and be like, oh, because you would have wouldn't have took the deal. What case you would open? And you say fourteen and open fourteen is ten dollars. Like, oh man, your deal would have been like. And it's like, yeah, Monday morning quarterback and hindsight, you can always go and say, man, nigga, we'd have made seventeen billion dollars exactly. if you'd have invested in AOL and Walmart and goddamn social media, Facebook. Like, it's easy to say that. His mom should be celebrated because she had the understanding or the foresight to say, yo. Two mil is great. That changes our lives. 1994? Yeah. Nin- Who was the biggest rapper in 94? Nas Biggie? I don't know if either of them had two mil. It, so, was, it uh, was tough. It was close. <laughs> it was close. It was nah, close. Anybody had, nah. Niggas might have 750,000. It was yeah. close. 811,000, something like that. So, so two, two mil is, is probably a Two mil is great. 
Your mom say, listen, take the 100K and we're going to take royalties off the movie. The movie comes out and makes $900 million. Yeah. Right? Almost a billion dollar movie in the 90s. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, he's made well over the $2 million in royalties. He played fucking Simba in the right. movie. Met well over the $2 million. Motherfucker can see that and overanalyze that to say, well, let me tell you how you could have made 40X. Yeah, let me tell you how you, how you XXXX <laughs> your $2 million. Right. And it's just like, what if he would have taken the $2 million and invested in... AOL and there we would have started smoking crack again. Yeah. Then what? The, but what a lot of people don't know because they're too young to understand the point of reference because they were born when mm -hmm. it was happening. The dot com shit went away. Mm -hmm. Like the bubble burst. It was mad companies that had overinflated values oh. because of the fucking internet and Remember they the all pet, the pet. What was it? Petco? Pet, yeah, one of them shits, all, of that, all shit. that shit went belly the fuck up in like a day and a half. Like yeah. Ass Jeeves and all, all of that, that shit. shit, dog. Netscape. Remember, Netscape at one point had, like, the largest force of workers. They were showing the Netscape drone when it was getting ready to close. It was like two yeah. niggas in a barn just sitting. <laughs> oh, yeah, the shit. longer I live, the more content I digest, the more documentaries I watch, the mm -hmm. more I educate myself, the more I understand that business is all overinflated valuations. Mm -hmm. There's always an overstatement of what something is actually worth based on future value. Yep. It's all extrapolation. That's how the fuck Kanye goes from being the richest black man in the history of Earth to a nigga with 600 million overnight. Yeah. That's how. Because we're not giving you your multiple. We're not giving you your multiple yeah. no more. So it's like if, I, if, you, if you have an ironclad contract and you can count on that money to come and keep mm -hmm. coming and keep coming every January 1 or every quarter, whatever the fucking pay schedule it is, cool. But once that goes away, mm -hmm. you got to find something to replace that motherfucking income. Once again, Drake got a line for everything. Fuck evaluation, show me personal funds. That, that's that's reality, yo. So it's like Drake really has a $100 million house. He really just bought a $15 million ranch in Houston that used to be a, a ranch with one of the best farm-to-table restaurants in the country that ran business for 17 years when I business during COVID. Mm -hmm. He just bought the shit off market. So it's like... What people are worth versus what they have are typically dramatically different unless it's like Steve Ballmer. That nigga got that money in yeah, cash. Yeah. That shit is in, is in the bank and in the house. Straight like, up. Straight oh, up. $2 billion. Hold on. Let me go upstairs yeah, in the middle bedroom. I'll be, bedroom. Right, I'll be, be right, right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nigga, it's about $2 billion. Yeah, I, I saw that tweet. And I'm not on Twitter. That came to me. <laughs> I was just like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with Yeah, I be trying to ruin y'all days. Fine. I got to see this shit. Y'all got to see it, Financial too. Financial literacy <laughs> Twitter is a wild place because it's like, all right, you invest into Microsoft. You know what I'm saying? Then you got to take that money, move that to AOL. Yeah. You got to take that money, move that over to Walmart. Wait for that to bubble up. Apple, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> iPhone didn't drop till 08. Mm -hmm. You'll wait on that, though. You know what I'm saying? That's the long play. That's the long, you know, that's the long, long money. Fuck these quarterly checks yeah, you're getting no, from Disney. Yeah, like, crazy, man. I, I hate everybody. Um, where are we going to start with? That's what we did start. I think the biggest topic of the Oh, wait. Week. I, I want to talk about yesterday. Oh, yesterday. I want to fill oh, you yeah, in yeah, real yeah. quick. Pause. The, um, that was wild. Yeah, it was wild. <laughs> so, I... <laughs> <laughs> Dan got a mic and Dan's on the board today. He's having the time of his life. He figured out the colors and shit. He's like, Hold on, what's, he's like a kid. Like, what's the oh, right, yeah. So I went out last night. Shout out to Pimp Like Tom man. Hanks on Big. Playing right, 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 right. Shout out to uh, Pimp Man. You know Pimp and shit. Pimp had a bunch of guys from the depot. I haven't seen a lot of them in a while. Yeah. We went down. Uh, we went to South Bowl. We had a bunch of people come down there. And it was great seeing everybody. You know. Oh, sure. You seen Neff? Neff worked. Neff, Neff was at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I looked. He was just like, yeah, nigga, I see you. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, fuck you doing? He's like, nothing till 1.30. Just sit here. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, I feel you. Just kicking it. Just kicking it. Um, 
But we went down there, and, you know, a bunch of people I worked with came down. I haven't seen in a while or whatever. So it was good seeing a lot of them. Uh, shout out Tat, Rome, uh, fucking Jared, uh, uh, Dave. Uh, man, it was too many to name. Goddamn K-West. Samil- I forgot how, yo, Samil- you, you, ever, you know the niggas where it's like, they funny and don't even realize how funny they are. You know what I'm saying? They the best people. They the funniest motherfuckers on earth. And I'm like, yo, Smith, he was, he's talking about how annoying old people be on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker old person get on Facebook. Yeah, man, my, my, my knee, I woke up today, my knee isn't bothering me the way it's, it's been bothering me the last few months. I think that's nothing but the Lord. Can I get three heart emojis in the comments? <laughs> <laughs> you want my knee pain to stay away. <laughs> Had a little bout of tendonitis. Yeah, go to the doctor. My blood pressure is 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 back normal. They taking me off the lisinopril. Drop a drop a drop a uh, a selfie in the comments. One time, (laughs) (laughs) it's eighty (laughs) eight selfies in the comments. Silly as shit. But we went down there. We was bowling. Um, it was some some girls in there in the lane next to us. And you you know you know me and and the ghetto women don't. Don't really. It's a hard no. Yeah, so it's that we we just never really really mesh. You know what I'm saying? And these girls were very uh, rap battle adjacent. You know what I'm Mm. saying? Yeah, very Tay Rockish. Yeah, (laughs) heavy heavy on the running back. (laughs) Y'all know New Jersey twerk? Yeah, heavy on that. And the 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 one girl for whatever reason she they was like yo are you bowling? I had a chip on my nail and I was just like my nail fucked up. I don't want to fuck it up no more. Then I ended up breaking the shit yeah. anyway. But she was just like, you get your nails done? And I'm just like, yeah, I'll be washing up. <laughs> All that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got conditioner from a beard. Because yeah. you know those women be having a tough time believing that you like bathe and shit. Yeah, because they deal with filth balls all day. Because they deal day. with niggas that don't really wash up yeah. and shit. So they can't process it like, wait, you you you, you use a sugar scrub? <laughs> you be exfoliating? You exfoliating and shit? Like, yeah. And she like made it a thing to be like, I don't like you. And I'm like, I'm good with that. Yeah. <laughs> so when I said that, I don't like, like you either. Huh? Everybody like burst out like, <laughs> she was like, I don't like you. I'm like, I'm, I'm good with that. And we was outside. She like kept making it a thing. Like, I, I just don't like him. <laughs> and I'm like, that's, that's good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I, it goes back to the conversation we had on Patreon the other day. Like, I've really reached that point where it's like, if your opinion of me can't alter my reality and alter what I do throughout my day, I don't care. Fuck yeah. I really, yo, like straight up, and I, I was explaining this to a couple homies, and he was just like, yo, when you said it on Patreon last week, I'm sitting there. Because did you get any, like, reaction to the Patreon, that, that rant we went on at the end? Yeah. People was like, motherfuckers hit me like, yo, dad, like, y'all was talking that talking, and it's just like, dog, I'm 40. Telling me you don't like me affected me at seven. Yeah. I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> like, the fuck does that mean? Still got to pay this motherfucking light bill. Bruh. <laughs> bruh. Like in two days. Yeah, I'm straight up. I'm about to tell you to yo, you get this motherfucking paper. I'm like, straight up. That's reality. So I'm sitting there and I'm just like, you could tell where some people are in life because you think that's like a thing. Yeah. You think that's like that matter. And it was almost like affecting them because I wasn't like they want you to feed. Because the, the the normal nigga who's like standing in the Chinese store, you what bitch you play with me? I got the motherfucking tool in this motherfucking bankroll, bitch, you broke yeah, ass hoe. And I, I'm just like... Some of them edges, ho. And I'm just like, right on. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> yeah. tomorrow I'm going to get up. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to come back. I'm going to make a protein shake. 
I'm going to go down and meet Chad and Dan. We're going to record two fire-ass shows. We're going to get something to eat here at the frame of... Like, <laughs> the, my, my life doesn't yeah. change, beast. And, and, and I'm just like... My homie even last time was like, yo, you really seem like you had a higher place. And I'm like, I mean, I'm getting fucked up. You know what I'm saying? I'll still, you know, get, 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 put the money on the floor. But <laughs> I, I just think at the end of the day, there are certain things that matter and certain things that don't. Yeah, so if, if I know you about to go home and sleep on a slice of cinnamon raisin toast, I'm probably not going to be all even inundated if, with what you got to say. Not, even if you go into the White House, I don't care if you go into 1,600 fucking... Uh, yeah, <laughs> Seriously, I, I just don't care. I, you know what I'm saying? I'm sitting there and I'm just like, you know who do like me? My wife. So it's like... I don't know what to tell you. That also is something that I think uh, it's like a bunch of comedians over the years that that basically said that where it's like there's a certain level of fuck it that men walk around earth with when they have like a life partner mm-hmm. or a wife or whatever yeah, like that I, because I it's like feel that. yeah it's like I don't have I, I don't feel no pressure about you hoes I like, got my person like, I, I don't I don't I don't have eat to shit. respond I don't have <clears throat> to say no I just like yeah eat shit yeah, eat shit <laughs> I don't know what to tell you eat shit. Like, leave me out of it, man. We had a good-ass time down there, man. It just was fun seeing, like... And I, I was explaining it to uh, Tattoo. You know, Tattoo, you can't avoid. Like, I haven't seen a lot of them in a while. Tattoo coming t- if he ain't invited. Can't Tattoo <laughs> pulling the fuck up. And he gonna beat y'all there. <laughs> no, I heard y'all niggas talking the other day. I trying to go out trying to leave Yo, me. Tattoo had a bottle in his hand last night. I'm like, how'd you get a bottle in Took South Pole? Pole. <laughs> what the fuck? And also... This was taking too long with my drink. Have you been to South Pole lately? Not since that last time we all went. Yo, listen. South Bowl at 10.45 p.m. That was the club? No. It becomes like all of the youth that be at the clothespin. <laughs> oh, they all. <laughs> yo, Dre Lane. Shout out Dre. Dre was like, yo, I see mad ankles now. And I'm like, yeah. You know the little niggas wearing pants when yeah. you see they whole ankles. He's like, yo, it's mad Ankles and and ski mask and I'm like, yo, I'm about to call Catherine Gilmore Richardson. I thought they banned. <laughs> right. I'm like, what the two fuck? Fitty, two fifty, two fifty, two fifty, two fifty. What the fuck? Yeah, hey, Kathy, what you doing, man? And the funniest uh, shit of last night. It was it was like a group of niggas came in and, and Pip like leaned over to Pip was like, yo, man, cause you you be in the know, man. Like, what what is that shit that they all wear now? And I'm like, what you talking about? He's like, come come look. Because it was like 10, 11 niggas came in. Yeah. And he was like, that shit they wear. Yo, when I tell you all 11 of these niggas had on denim tears outfits. <laughs> like head to toe. And I was like, yeah. They look like a boy band. Like, new edition. <laughs> he was like, what is it? And I'm like, it's, it's a clothing line, man. A couple years ago started. It's like, it, it's just, it's become like the. It's the new V-Loan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all it is. It's the new V-Loan. Niggas is super trendy. They gonna hop on whatever trend. They see somebody wearing some shit, they like... If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Hey, Oh, that's what it is. It was a a picture floating around with uh, Steph Curry hat on the jacket. Yeah, on the jean jacket. Um, or whatever, and it was like, this is how you know some shit did if Steph Curry got it in real time. I said, well, the difference is, his is actually real, unlike yeah. the rest of you niggas. Yeah, right? That's not just tears. That's not just tears. <laughs> that's, like, that's it's, denim tears. Yeah, that's not cry by the side of the bed. <laughs> yeah. That's actual denim yeah. tears. 
Yeah, but it, it was it was cool last night. It was fun. Like I said, that once the youth got it cracking and the youth was in there, it was just like, yo, what in the world is going on? You know, like they yeah. was, and then the you know when the hood show up, the hood show up. It's girls in there arguing. Somebody stole some my phone. The the, the <laughs> it just like, it, and you know, it, you know the hood. We not we not technically like in shape. Yeah, you know what I mean, and and you get those uh those 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 girls, the bigger girls, they they like real aggressive and real, like you know all them chicks is built a little bit like uh like I'm trying to think like uh them chicks is built like Coco Beware and shit like <laughs> real shit, real stocky, yeah <laughs> they in there arguing and shit I'm just like yo it, it's, it look like they could throw mad barrels yeah, on Donkey Kong yeah I'm just like yeah, it's time to roll yo we we got the fuck out of there all in all though it was cool like I said up until and the funniest part was it was a white family like in the middle of all, and they probably from tenth and Shunk. and they literally <laughs> look like yo why didn't anyone tell us that yeah. this is, we just came to bowl man. <laughs> You know, I'm bowling a 210 down in the league. <laughs> <laughs> they just came to bowl, and it was not going. That shit last night was crazy. But yeah, all in all, it was fun to just see. I miss that camaraderie at times of yeah. seeing all, all, all of my people's men. And everybody coming up to me, like even OG Keith was there. He just like, yo, I'm proud of you, man. Like, y'all, what y'all got going on? Like, and you, I, one thing I'll tell you, going out now in the city. Oh, man, it feels good, you don't it? You feel it from people yeah. just like, like somebody last time just across the bar, the joint was like, your show, best shit in the city, bro. I'm just like, thanks, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit pop off in there. You got my back, you know? <laughs> like, Niggas try to rumble me. Yeah, like straight up. But you, you feel it, and people will walk up to you now because, you know, once you get to the point of like the crossover of us going into like the political space, it gives you a level of like authenticity, not yeah. authenticity, but like validity. Yeah. Of like, damn, y'all legit. Validity and elevation. Because right. it's like, you know, kind of like we said when we talked about it, just being all the way transparent. We was basically like, yo, for years, I thought that there was like this huge barrier to entry from that right, world. Right. And it's like, it's really like, who do you know? Like, you know, who's your advocate? We get a call this week from uh, Morgan Cephas, who was the center of our political mm-hmm. universe. Basically like, yo, you know, somebody else that's in our world, like, really like y'all shit. Really he real high up he on the list. He's super high yeah. up on the list. Like, she hitting me like, like he, she hitting us at the same time, which is strange. <laughs> but she hitting me like, yo, like he heard the show and was just like, no, nah, why you put me on? Like, I like this shit. Like, what? So he's going through it. He's like, yo, I got to get up there. And I'm just like, damn, like to get that energy yeah. is crazy as hell. But yeah, man, shout out to y'all. But all in all, shout out Pimp. Last night was fun as hell. Shout out to all my guys up there at the uh, Depot. I got a whole bunch of them um, coming on December 17th. So we'll Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll we going to see, niggas. We'll see. I got a list. You know what I'm saying? I got a list. Got to we'll call see. niggas on the 15th. Like, uh, yeah, yeah you so. Got, uh, you, know, you still got any of that bonus check, nigga? <laughs> uh, yeah, I could actually take a card over the phone. Yeah. I could just process it for you right now. Yeah. I'll send it right to your email, Jack. Straight up, man. Straight up. But yeah, it was good. It was cool. What I, you do all weekend? Nothing of okay. consequence. Okay. Nothing. I uh, I got some much needed rest. This week was just like super stressful for me. Just I don't know why, but I just had a bunch of shit to do, and I just I just every day my sleep was worse and worse and worse. So uh, Thursday evening, Friday, Saturday, I finally got some goddamn sleep, and that was that. I was fresh, ready to come here today. Okay. Got up early, got to the city, beat the fucking Eagles traffic. And I uh, got my ass down here. I'm gonna go down that rabbit hole <laughs> later. Yeah, go ahead. So the biggest topic of the week, bar none. Young Thug YSL trial has officially started. I don't know if we want to clap for that or if it's weird. I don't wait, know wait, what wait, to wait, do. Wait, wait. What do you mean it started? It started. It started. No, it didn't, nigga. No, that was started. jury selection. For the last eight years? Nigga. Yeah. That was all pre-trial motion and Dang. jury selection. It started on Monday. 
So Young Thug and his remaining five <laughs> co-defendants are finally on trial Damn. in Fulton County um, in Georgia, in Atlanta, Georgia. And um, the opening arguments did not disappoint, my nigga. No. They were fireworks. You to feel so first and foremost, you had the, the state go, whatever. They start. In, Is the chick still prosecuting it? Yes. Okay, Fawny. Uh, Fawny Willis. Okay. In the second sentence, in the opening arguments from the state, they attempted to shift the burden of proof from the state proving that they were guilty to uh, YSL and Brian Steele and all the attorneys proving they were innocent. Why is that a problem? You can't do that. That is a constitutional violation because everyone on trial is assumed innocent until proven guilty. So in her saying, what you will not see today, or see throughout the course of this trial, rather, is them proving that they were innocent of such, 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 and such. The lawyer in the back, like the third counsel was like, I object, you know? <laughs> Like He's so disgusted because they've gone through this shit the whole time leading up to this, which is why somebody like Matt, who isn't, in and isn't up to date on all the comings and goings of the trial, thinks that this nigga's already on trial and mm -hmm. he's not. Okay. So that was the first thing. Secondarily, Young Thug's attorney, Brian Steele, my goodness. <laughs> he came, I don't know if he had a pre-trial meeting with Reverend Al Sharpton, uh, Cornell West. I don't know who he talked to, but this nigga came with all the acronyms for your ass. Yeah. And his first one was, so... Jeffrey Williams, young thug. He's just a little kid. He's on Cleveland Avenue in southwest Atlanta. He's coming up, and he's trying to think, like, you know, what is he going to name himself in order to stand out? Little Wayne's his idol. He just thinks he's the world of him. He stylizes himself after Little Wayne, who was his initial uh, inspiration. And he comes up with this name. because He can't just name himself Jeff. He comes up with this name, young thug. And to Jeff... Thug didn't mean like a criminal or somebody that was going to do something to your family. Thug meant if he was able to make it and be successful in this music game, Thug meant truly humbled under God. Oh, wow. He went there. <laughs> oh, wow. For the rip, bro. For the rip. This is this opening arguments, baby. For the rip. Truly humbled, humbled under God. God. That's hot. Then he follows up with YSL. Where did they get that name from? So originally, all of these guys are from Cleveland Avenue. They're just childhood friends coming up, growing up. And they named themselves YSL. But it's not for young slum life, young stoner life. It's not any gang affiliation. YSL was for the skinny pants that they were wearing. Eve St. Laurent. Yeah. The skinny women's pants that they were wearing on Cleveland Avenue. That's where the YSL comes from. It's just taking inspiration from one thing. And it's like, he's literally the equivalent of like the fucking, uh, like the bull on half bake where he's like, uh, uh, which one? On a six minute abs. Oh, he's like, yeah. no, you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> seven minutes. That's, that's the ticket. That's funny. <laughs> like yeah. his whole delivery is like seven minute abs. And he just keeps rattling these Jones off. And I'm like, yo, I don't wait, know. Wait, wait, wait. Is that the reason that French Montana thing is Yes, man. <laughs> yes, man. So, in response... Because I saw it the other day, and I saw people cracking up on Instagram, but I, could, I didn't understand what was happening. That's so, then he, so, then, so this is his last <laughs> one. So this is his last one. He says, 
pushing P. In this video, in this picture right here, overt act number 183. I'm like, damn, they got a lot of overt acts. <laughs> overt act oh, uh, 183. The state wants you to believe that Jeff is throwing up a B sign. He's like, but if you look at it, it's not a, it's not a B. It's not a, it's, not, it's downward. It's a P. It's not a B. And if he was throwing up a B for a blood sign, that's not illegal. That doesn't further a criminal conspiracy, but it's actually a P. And in January of 2022, around the time that this picture was taken, Jeffrey and Sergio Kitchens, uh, professionally known as Gunna, had a song out. It's called Pushing P. It's taking the world by storm. And you know what that P stands for? Positivity. Positivity. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Positivity. Peacefulness is going to be my next one. <laughs> And what the message is, and that is, no matter what you're going through, stay positive. You see it through, and you can achieve. So that's not a B. It's a P. <laughs> positivity. The nigga just talking like this. <laughs> that's how he was talking. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't know if this nigga's about to get 3,000 years in jail or go home, but I'm intrigued. Yo. So from Yo. that. From all of those come things. come back and talk to his colleagues. How we do out there? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. lost. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch fucked up, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's trying to shift the burden. So in the, in the fallout from that, French Montana says Coke in his crew's name, Coke Boys, means creation of kings yeah, everywhere. I saw that. And this leads to my realest post of the week, which comes from uh, Don Will who, on Twitter, who said, I need this trend of creating a positive position instead of negativity, a.k.a. capping Yo, to continue. that's funny as <laughs> shit, dog. No, Fat Joe, too, he said, uh, Joey Crack is because I always have to show the crack of my ass. Like, like a plumber. Nothing to do with drugs. Yo, I saw the Coke French Montana shit. I didn't get it. That's hilarious. You know, remember... Uh, you know, you know, you know. I, I hate Kendrick Lamar fans. Oh man, they're like, awful. I, Kendrick is cool, but I hate his fans. Kendrick is great, and I, I was remember I was telling how I didn't really like the Pimp a Butterfly album. Yeah. I still, do, I still don't. And one of my Kendrick homies, he's he, you know, he's one of them spiritual miracle lyrical brothers. He he was like, no, so you don't understand. You know that John was a letter to Tupac, and I'm like. Oh, okay. Sort of like the chick that I don't like you. I'm like, all right. Like, yeah, <laughs> all right. He's like, no, nah, because you know, originally the album was supposed to be called To Pimp a Caterpillar. And you know that's acronym for Tupac. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? He was like, To Pimp a Caterpillar. Think about it. T-U-2, Pimp P, uh, A, and then Caterpillar C, Tupac. I'm like, yo, make it the fuck out. <laughs> Where's in his house? Don't you got somewhere to be? <laughs> like, get the fuck out. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck, man? Like, yeah. <laughs> They be driving me up. Did you see the bull explaining all the Kendrick album covers? I was so mad that, at the dog, end of that shit. Them Kendrick fans. Kendrick can, actually has an album for every format of media. Dog, they can take you to a whole <laughs> other realm of like deep sea diving. That shit is crazy. But yeah, no, I saw the French Montana Coke thing the other day and I didn't understand it. So that's hilarious. Yeah, so this trial has officially kicked off. And, um, you know, there has already been one instant of uh, one of the state's witnesses getting jammed up or whatever, basically admitting that, like, they're, they're not actually an expert, despite the fact that they're here, you know, as a, as a, as a gang expert or whatever the case may be, and that they didn't know something that the, uh, that the defense asked them. And somebody hit me the other day and asked me, like, yo, you know, I know you've been keeping up with this trial early on, you know, a weekend. What are your thoughts? And I'm like... <clears throat> I was going to ask you the same thing. I feel like... 
with everything that's going on and the fact that the state withheld evidence, um, you know, fucked up the discovery, the judge has mandated the state's attorneys far more times than anybody from the defense. Like, he made the one defense attorney leave the courtroom, made a nigga write a paper and shit like that. But the, the infractions that he's given the state have been far more severe, far more dire. And I think that what's going to end up happening here is that all of these elements, and if the state continues to operate in bad faith just for the sake of trying to get a conviction in order to get Fawny Willis to the White House or the governor's mansion, mm -hmm. wherever the fuck she's trying to get, um, it's a recipe for a mistrial. And I, and I think that's what's going to end up happening. And, and I think the worst case on Young Thug's behalf is potentially he's going to get somewhere in the – and if this all shakes out, it all goes bad, I think they got so, uh, so much tangible evidence thrown out that I think that on the worst case, he's looking at five to ten years, mm -hmm. which he's already essentially been in there coming up on two years already because right. they denied his bond or whatever the case may be. So it looks like one of those situations where it's either going to be a mistrial or if he blows trial, he's probably going to get five years. And by the time all of this shit is settled in 2025, they're going to be like, oh, damn, you did three and a half years already. Time to go home. Like mm -hmm. That's what it looks like to me. Again, I'm no legal expert. I'm just somebody that, you know, pays attention to trials and uh, tendencies of, you know, <clears throat> historical court reference and stuff like that. And I think that the state has made enough violations to this point where the judge's next motion is like, all right, just get this whole shit out of here because this is a mess. Mm -hmm. Judge Glanville is a very fair judge. I watched a lot of uh, law and court TV uh, you know, throughout the process of all of the pretrial, the jury selection and all of that. He's very liberal, very fair to both sides, but he's also no nonsense. And the state has made way more blunders than um, than the defense attorneys have. And I look at it like when you pay a $10 million attorney like Young Thug is doing with Brian Steele, you don't pay an attorney to necessarily win, you pay them to create muck and to create enough doubt that where it's like, oh, maybe this nigga didn't do that shit. Maybe they are right. on some rogue right. mission where it's like, they on some bullshit. Maybe, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And it's like, if he gets enough of that, that's enough to turn, you know, one, two or three jurors, potentially all of them, to either say, this is a, this is a, a hung jury or this is, you know, you get to fucking go home free and clear. Yeah, I don't think we're going to have a definitive answer for another year and a half. At least. So, you know. At least. We're just getting through opening arguments because there's six defendants on the, on this shit. Uh, you know, strategically, it was funny because Gunna was back in uh, Atlanta. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Atlanta on Monday and everybody like the king of Atlanta is back and I'm sitting here like nigga that trial starting they told that nigga make yourself available you might gotta come back to court 
So we'll see how it all how it all shakes out. Um, I'm I'm rooting for Jeff because there's so much uh, circumstantial evidence. Once we get to the point where we're playing rap lyrics in court, as opposed to actual like you shot this nigga on this day, or we got you on wiretap telling this nigga with these wicks in his hair to go shoot four niggas. Like once we start getting to rap lyrics and they fucking playing rap lyrics like. 24 million on your head, such and such, such. When he's talking about Lil Uzi Vert's fucking diamond on his forehead, right. and the and Brian still actually brung that up in his opening arguments, like shit like that just lets you know they're just fishing for a conviction on a big artist. And it's like, from Atlanta, who's bigger than Young Thug that you can convict for a fucking trial other than like Gucci Man or fucking Future, God forbid. Right. You know what I'm saying? If they were to get jammed up in some shit. So this is a huge fish. If they end up getting any form of a conviction, they're gonna use they're gonna use this for her fucking 2024 campaign. And I'm pretty sure that they're trying to get through this as quickly as possible in order to move on to the next fucking thing. Because they still got to turn around and do wife and Lucci's case right. and do the, homis- the, uh, the fucking homicide gang right. case. Yeah, like I said, we're not going to get an answer for a while. So lock in. Yeah. We'll keep you up. Chad's going to keep you updated because I, I will be your, your court correspondent. Yeah, straight up. Like, uh, remember the TMZ nigga used to be out, out front of people? Court? <laughs> yeah. Come right over here. Let's talk. How you feel about that? Like, that's going to be Chad for the, for the goings on. All right. New segment. It's arguing time. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I saw a post the other day on Instagram. I want to get your opinion. Instagram is a wasteland, by the way. But yeah, that's... it definitely is a wasteland. But I saw it, and I thought, hmm, this is something. I don't know if we, if we vary. I don't know if we're in cahoots. Okay. The topic was, you got four. Mixtape Mount Rushmore. Oh, I already say I agree with the list that was out. Okay, so the list that was out was 50 Cent, mm-hmm. Lil Wayne, Jeezy, I believe, mm-hmm. and Future. And Future. So that's the list. Okay. Okay. So it's not arguing time. Sorry. Yeah, for that's me. the list. I, 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 that's the list. The biggest one that people kept saying was fab, 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 fab. And I'm like, I kept seeing people saying, why is 50 on there? And I couldn't understand it. I'm they, like, they're too young. Old they don't get it. And it's like, here's the thing. 50 started this shit. Yes. Mount Rushmore, 50 changed. For those of you that are not in the know or, or let's, let's use arguing time as educating time. Okay, it's educating <laughs> time. It's educating time. It's educating <laughs> 50 Cent single-handedly changed the format of mixtapes from a nigga getting on a song, rapping for, you know, 38 bars, 48 bars, 60 bars or whatever, and then that's that, talking some shit, and then that ends the track to converting these popular songs to his version of the song. Mm-hmm. So much so that he was getting so hot and getting so big paused through that process of doing that, he landed on official remixes of mad popular songs. Number one songs like Work It, like uh, 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 what else was another one that he landed on? I think it was like a Joe record that he ended up on official remix to. Like the shit kept happening over and over and over and over and over again. And they were charting on Billboard. Now, they were in the low numbers, fucking 80s through 100s or whatever. They were charting on Billboard in an era where barely any rapper charted on Billboard, let alone with a fucking bootleg mixtape record because he was selling so many CDs with land speed that they had a fucking, they had a barcode on them that they were registered. He was selling 40,000 units a week yeah. at land speed with mixtape material. Yeah, I, I think, <clears throat> excuse me, in the traditional format of the way mixtapes went, it was literally you with a DJ and him just putting on popular beats and you rapping. Yeah, or you out. rapping to break beats or right. you rapping to, or you do the jacking for beats format that Ice Cube invented, shit like that. Now, 
the one argument that I would have, I don't know if this is me on some Philly shit, is Beans has two of the best mixtapes ever. Yeah. He has Best of Beanie with Cosmic mm-hmm. Kev, and then he has uh, Public Enemy. Yeah. Don't have enough material. Right. But I, and I was having a conversation with my homie. I'm like, the mixtape thing is, there are these people who have these one-off mixtapes that, like, look at Drake with So Far Gone. Yeah. That's larger than life. But Drake didn't do mixtapes. Little Wayne literally has no ceilings, dedication to the drought three. Like he has mixtapes. He has the prefix, the suffix. He is just mixtapes for days. Yeah. Wayne's mixtape category might beat his album category. Yes. Like on certain days. So I might give this to the mixtape Wheezy. That's he, a thing. Little Wayne brought Colorado <laughs> out to a mixtape song. song. Yeah. Sky is the limit. Crazy, right? Which is a Mike Jones song that people don't even register as a Mike Jones Crazy. song because that's how hard Wayne killed. Like his my song. homie told me, he was like, I was in the club, yo, and they played uh Swag surf, and he was like, the regular guys came on. It was just like, oh, this ain't the Weezy. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the fuck is this? It's crazy, <laughs> right? So you got Little Wayne is is that Little Wayne and Fifty to me are just they're locks, locks. Now, I would put Jeezy on there, but I saw a lot of people who said Gucci as far as mixtape should. They didn't do enough because I, I there was a lot of that. Here's the thing. The argument for Gucci is the Mount for on the mixtape Mount Rushmore is the same as his Atlanta Mount Rushmore. Through his mixtapes, he broke a lot of emerging producers mm-hmm. and artists that are now in the fabric of Atlanta culture, cemented forever. Mm-hmm. Metro Boomin got his first placement through a Gucci mixtape. Zaytoven, Zaytoven, mm-hmm. Mike Will made it like. World beaters, fucking mm-hmm. 808 Mafia, Southside, TM, TM808. Like, all of these guys got huge uh, mm-hmm. breaks by working with Gucci and being at the Brick Factory and all of that shit, recording during these mixtape sessions because some shit ended up on mixtapes, some shit ended up on albums. But at the time when Gucci went on his mixtape run, he was blackballed out of the industry because he was in a bad contract with Big Cat, couldn't get out of that journal, and he was trying to negotiate, and nobody was willing to buy him out of the contract with Big Cat because he kept going to jail every four months. So it's like, yeah. I'm not going to pay 300000 to get this nigga out of this deal, then give you $3 million for you to go to jail for four right, years. Right. So he was essentially blackballed because of all of that shit. So with that in mind, I don't know that Gucci has a seminal mixtape that did more than Trapper Die 1, Trapper Die 2, The Real is Back, The Real is Back, the real is back 2, like... I, uh, a thousand grams. Shit, the can't, can't ban the snowman. Yeah. Like, I don't know that he has a mixtape that reaches the level of any of those. Like, once you get to the point where, like, Trapper Dot 3 was an official album. It was an album. Like, and that's what I mean. Like, there are certain people in this mixtape space where, like, Lil Wayne has a top 10 single from a mixtape. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, once you get to places like that, like how you just mentioned 50 with Land Speed and all, certain motherfuckers, and then Future, my God. You know what I'm saying? Future went on arguably the greatest mixtape runner of all time in a row. Dog. It saved his career. 56 Nights, Monster, uh, uh, Beast what, Mode. Beast Mode. What was the Purple John? Uh, Purple Rain. Purple Rain. It, it, it was just, it was unbelievable to run Future went on with mixtapes. Where it's like, I never seen no one recreate themselves in the manner in which he did. And they like, all sound different. Right. Right, he right. was doing topical shit where it's like, I, all right, this mixtape, I'm going to have all my guys on here. Then I'm going to just do a joint with just Zaytoven. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to do a joint. On, like, we're still waiting on motherfucking uh, the future and uh, what's the name? Future in Metro Boom and straight yeah, through mixtape. Like, yeah. we're still waiting on that shit. We're yeah. still waiting on a uh, fire marshal future. Like, we still are waiting on certain yeah. shit that is in the catalog that everybody confirms is done. It just didn't 
it didn't come out whatever whatever or it missed this wave yeah. or whatever the case may be. But future, absolutely. Yeah, I I, I keep it a buck with you. I think the mixtape Mount Rushmore being Future, Wayne, Fifty Cent, and I put Jeezy. But Jeezy, I, it, it it's very close to Beanie because I'm I'm like a Beans fanatic. Yeah, people I know argue I'm being people argue that. During a blog, like it's that it was too many, it crossed too many eras. But my argument back to that would be Mount Rushmore was the four greatest presidents at the time to mm-hmm. that point. Mm-hmm. So it's like if these are the four greatest mixtape artists of all time to this point where we stop now, I don't have time to consider currency and Wiz Khalifa and Wale. And it's like they just did, they had great mixtape presence, but they didn't either one create enough material or their art didn't reach the level that all four of these guys reached. Wiz Khalifa, he had like Cushion OJ. Yeah, Cushion OJ. He had Wiz, he had Wiz, uh, Wiz, Cabin Fever one Wiz, and two. Wiz got some stuff. He got some dope because I've listened to a couple of his mixtapes. But I, I I just think the it it's almost like one of those like how we grade Drake is different than the way we grade Jadakus. Correct. Right. So once you, I think people in 2023 are finally understanding right. That. I think in 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 basketball, the way we grade the goats is different than the way you grade the good players, and I think that just is is for any arena. Yeah, when you talk about mixtape artists who who were strictly strictly talking about mixtapes, there are certain feats that certain people have pulled off that no one else has pulled off. That's correct. And I think Future Wayne, Fifty, and and Jeezy are probably the four where it's just like. I've I've just never seen reaction like that to the way it was when Lil Wayne was dropping those mixtapes. And you know what they all four have in common? They were all counted out at the point where they started their mixtape trajectory. Yeah. 50 had the fucking Supreme Beef, Murder Ain't Beef mm-hmm. and all that, got shot the fuck up, fucking had to deal with Columbia, with Trackmasters, got dropped, had to go to the fucking Poconos, heal up, get himself together, and then he came back with a vengeance. Mm-hmm. Fucking Lil Wayne was wobbity-wobbity, what the uh, 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 started with the fucking squad mixtapes because because we're, we're not even counting the squad mixtapes mix when, when you talk about Wayne's mixtape trajectory because that's a whole nother run around leading up to mm-hmm. and through 500 degrees so it's like Wayne was counted out because it's like he's a young nigga from the south he's basically looked like looked at like the little kid of the hot boys not a real serious artist or lyricist or whatever whatever and then through his mixtapes he changed everyone's opinion of him mm-hmm. Jeezy was the CEO of his label all his artists kept getting shot going to jail he said fuck it I'm gonna put the label on my back I'm gonna start rapping and then he fucking puts out Streets is Watching then he puts out arguably the greatest mixtape of all time and Trapper Die Blows DJ Drama the fuck, like, blows everything mm-hmm. up and makes the Gangsta Grill series a viable series. Mm-hmm. He did that. Mm-hmm. Because of him, Wayne wants to do the dedication series right. because of how big fucking Jeezy got. And then um, and then Future, coming off, he he had this lightning rod of a mm-hmm. career. Racks on racks. Fucking uh, racks on racks. Never end. Uh, uh, same damn same time. time. Uh, Magic City. Uh, she put red on the bottom, uh, red on like Suwoo. Uh, damn man, I think used to geek how how much I like that fucking record. I can't think of it right now. <laughs> so then he does that, and he's on a future's on a rocket ship. Tony Montana with Drake, he's on a rocket ship. Right. Then he comes back and do honest, and niggas is like, what the fuck is this shit? And then he reinvents himself as the toxic legend that we know now with fucking monster, <laughs> and then. Whew, 
Then he saves his motherfucking career. Because, again, it was over. You know what I'm saying? It was almost over. Niggas wrote him off. And he had a Andre 3000 record on there. All this shit. He wrote Body Party in that time frame. All of that. It didn't matter. Yeah. Because people wanted what they wanted from him. And then he just went on this incredible fucking run and saved his career. So there's something to be said for guys literally being counted out. And that correlation to their music catalog, their mixtape catalog, and their standing in fucking hip-hop. Jay-Z's another one that was counted out. Like, you rhyme like the Fushnik, all of that shit. And now Jay is arguably the greatest figure to ever come from hip-hop. So it's something to be said for adversity and overcoming that shit. I think for me... just look, just off of rapping, like when you look at the best of Beans, John with Cosmic Kev, Beans just, it was un, it was unreal just how yeah. good he could rap. But those weren't songs. It was just rapping. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I used to watch Menace. Old Dog had me locked out. I used to watch Menace. Old Dog had me locked out. I was talking about a Biggie Small since we locked out, hating, because you couldn't ball. Oh, like, like the, the lockout. lockout. My mom took my keys. I ain't care yeah, if I was locked out. out. Like, I was getting cheese from sitting, sitting in, in the, the cop, cop house. house. Getting paid every night. As soon as I clock out. out. Like, Beans was ripping that shit. And then, like, Public Enemy, same fucking thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, the, the way he, remember when he flipped uh, a million and one questions? Yeah. That, wow, nice Glock, nigga. You should see the Mac. It hold 40 heaters in a stock full back. You'll be sweating like 40 fevers if I pull that. You know what my like, favorite dog, John from Beans that? Was, yo, Beans is a You know what my favorite John rapper. from that Public Enemy mixtape was the Get Down John. Get, a lot yeah. getting money, everybody, everybody want a piece, piece of it. Like, uh, yeah, that was the John with Oskino. Os- Oskino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ran what that the John. fuck was the name of that record? Here we go. Straight up. Oh, yeah, Remember yeah, Remember that? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was my shit, dog, from Future. But, yeah, no, nah, I, I I go with that. Jeezy, Wayne, Future, 50 Cent. To all the people saying 50 Cent, they don't understand it. Do the not, do the, do yeah. your Googles. I'll go, Hakeem's Almanac. Start, with, start like, with 50 Cent as the future and just work your way forward from there. 50, like, is, 50 is without a shadow of a doubt on there. 50 has got probably 40 mixtapes. He's like the Genesis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, straight up. Straight up. Yeah, 50's not on the list. The list is invalid. It's like if 50 and Wayne ain't on the list, the list is invalid. Yeah. Because peak value, those are the two best mixtape artists of all time. Yeah. There's nothing to even fucking talk about. The the I saw somebody was like, do DJs get a, a mention in in that? Because if you, you like like one of the guys was like, let's be real here. The clue mixtape was the barrier of entry to like break an artist at one point. And I'm like, hmm. But Clue like, never did no whole mixtapes with nobody. Yeah, it was just it was just the new music. Yeah, it was just the new like, music. But, but Nori said it like to get on the Clue mixtape. Oh, if you get in like, the top six, that was that was like, it. Man, like and so it's like yeah, like you look at Clue mixtapes, you look at Fab uh, Joe Button and Red Cafe all broke off of Clue mixtapes. Remember when niggas thought Joe Button was Rashi Wallace? For yes. A couple of weeks, <laughs> like yo, that shit was. Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Crazy. Because <laughs> Rasheed Wallace did a drop. They yeah. don't know. They don't know, Clue. And then the Joe Button freestyle came on. And you like, I'm beginning to believe that. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was Rasheed Wallace. No, Clue mixtapes was everything. Yeah. Clue mixtapes, K-Slate. And, and the thing about it was, in that era, you had Clue, K-Slate, Doo-Wop, and I feel like it was one more. Who else, Dan? Was in that era. Oh, uh, you got it was too many. But, Envy, I, but, but I think Envy came later. Envy, Envy was second shit. generation. Envy was tape. under Clue. Under Clue. Him, 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 him and was doing they Yeah, was they doing Empire together. Strikes Back and all of that shit. Yeah, that yeah. came later. Let me ask you this. What are your three favorite mixtapes? Um The Drought Three, mm-hmm. Um, Trap or Die, 
We yeah. aren't even close to each other. On yeah, this the one. Drought Three, Trapper Die, and Dedication Two. Two of my favorites are both Wayne mixtapes. Okay. My three favorite mixtapes. I'm just the shit I played the most. It's a tie between Beans, that Public Enemy, and that Best of Beanie, because yeah. I still go back to that. Yeah, that's in my top five. That, I still go back to that Public Enemy, John, man. I don't have the whole Best of Beanie. Like, I wish I had it just... Remember the figures and, and all the... Most yeah. one, they was all on that shit. Like, People shed blood over that Best of Beanie. They, they was rapping over the Cool Breeze beat. Like, <laughs> I wish I had all... Because remember, Beans rapped like four different times over that beat. I think it's on YouTube in its entirety. It's, I mean, but I mean, like, I don't, yeah, 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 I don't yeah, yeah. have it. I can send it to you. I got it. All right. Um, you full years old over there. And I know Raj got it. If Raj, you listen to this, I know you got it. My number two, the re-up gang, we got it for cheap, volume mm. two. When I tell you, I'm not joking, I went recently and played it, because it's on YouTube, and I played it in its entirety. I know every word. And yeah. I'm like, yo, we really ran that fucking mixtape into the, my nigga Sandman, dog. Can on. <laughs> Once again, it's the same, man. Fat dad showing my fat ass. Like, I remember how we used to act for them mixtapes, yo. We got it for cheap was my shit. One was good. Two was unreal. Yeah, two was perfect. Two was out of this world. And the play clothes mixtape is super that underrated, was shit too. too. Straight up. My number one is No Ceilings. Mm. I just, I, I love No Ceilings. I, I just, I can remember, like, because you know the No Ceilings that's on Apple isn't the whole No, 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 no. No, it's what they could get cleared. Right, we we allowed. To, <laughs> we, we can got, fuck with these. We got thirteen niggas yeah. want one hundred percent publishing on the other jokes. We got thirteen of them for you, like straight up. But that original no ceilings with the the flip of the black eyed peas and the the, the uh, what was the J John uh, DOA and all yeah. like that band from he TV. smoked DOA. No, it was he 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 they chippa chippa. I might get us. He threw in. <laughs> yeah. I might get us to the. That shit was unbelievable, man. No ceilings with my shit. Yeah. Dan, your favorite three mixtapes. Yeah, Grandmaster I, 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 Flash. <laughs> uh, Kumo D. Kumo D, how you like me now? Yeah, I'm saying. No, the street I can't. I feel bad I can't put Wayne in none of my tops because I was locked up doing this run. You missed right. the run. So when I came home, like I got all the mixtapes. Because, you know, I was doing the But iPods. you didn't get it in real time, so it don't feel the yeah, same. Yeah, and it was too much to consume. Like, 45 mixtapes. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, uh, so my joint would be, uh, 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 Dipset, uh, Volume One. Dipset had with Cam some, had the roll ball yeah, on the cover. Yeah, Dipset, Shot, they had some Dipset good, Volume that One. That was the heat makers yeah. and all mm -hmm. that shit. Yeah. Trapadad Two. Um, a lot of people like Two Over One. Trapadad Two is like a perfect album to me. Like perfect all you the way Trapper through. Trapadad One. Perfect. I like Trapadad One. Yeah, Two is like all and, because uh, Trapadad One had um. Over here with Bun B on it, that original version and all of that shit. Yo, am I crazy to believe that the song from Fab album, the uh, uh, Rubber Ride, Fuck Them Tricks, No Love for the Other Side, Fuck Them Tricks, hold, uh, um, that that was a Jeezy record? It was on the mix. Yeah, it absolutely was. A, I, uh, a lot of niggas benefit from them Jeezy, the, uh, them early Jeezy records. My phone is tapped and so is my living room. We can't hide the money here. We need a big room. room. Yes, yeah. right. Let me show you what I stand for. Jeezy Schwartz, a nigga called me commando. I'm like, that was on. A, yeah, that was a, a Jeezy record. Yeah, straight up. And that's on Fab. Because like, Fab was, you know, I don't want to snitch on the man, but he was low key, <laughs> you know, fucking with them people. Yeah. <laughs> he was a, he was yeah. affiliated. And my third one is uh, definitely 50 Cent John. 50 Cent but, of the Future or which one? No, 51st joint with the, uh, when he first, first his very first oh, mixtape with the Ghetto Quran on that joint. Ah. Uh, uh, that joint, 
But that, was the, can, that was a Columbia album that didn't come yeah, out. Yeah, they didn't come out. It ended up being a mixtape. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. if I could put that Good Friday shit from Kanye Dog. into one mixtape. Into Dog. one mixtape. That's my number one right there. The Good Friday series was like, some of it was a miss. But when it hit... Christian that Dior, Christian Dior, Dior Denim flow, oh, that man. new God flow, the original, the original I monster. The, the day that new God flow shit came out, nigga, and Push said, um, "What he say? What's a king without a crown, nigga? What's a circus without you, clown, niggas?" <laughs> <laughs> Dog, that yeah. was my shit. New God flow was all of that. He said, um. I came aboard for more than just around with him. Think 99 and Puff had that shine with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. New God Flow was great. It's been some good-ass mixtapes, man. Yeah, the original like, Monster was Good Fridays. Um, yeah. The original version of uh, So Appalled was on Good Friday yeah. before they rearranged yeah. it. Rearranged, yeah. Yo, I was reading, like, how much rearranging and shit go on when Kanye do albums. You know, it'd be taking him, like, two years, and yeah. he'd be having to, like, reconstruct multiple times. Once get... Kanye found out that this shit was all digital and yeah. I could just change shit, he'll put up a version of the album today and change it on yeah. Thursday. And the crazy part is, I, I remember telling my homie, if you got the title drop, of Pablo, yeah, life of Pablo, it's different. I than, swear to God, yeah. Father, stretch my hands. The 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 uh, the drum with Rihanna. Um, uh, oh, man, I wanna be like, free. All of that shit yeah. sounded different than what you hear on Apple yeah. now. And my homie be like, no, I'm like, he no, updated what? it eight times. I promise you, yo, Father, yeah. stretch my hands sounded totally different. Yeah, on it was a different record. All of that shit. All the lights. That's because he added like 97 people on them Jones. No, Rihanna did the hook on Famous too, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah on Famous. Famous. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. No, I just but wanted to be free. But he started adding more and more and yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got more robust as yeah. time went on. Then you're like, it's 20 feet. All of the lights featuring 27 yeah, people. Yeah, that shit was Add crazy. Add live on that. You <laughs> see that? Add live. You see yeah. like. Elton John. Elton John. It's like, <laughs> yo, we, yo, yo, come here. Set all the lights real fast. See it? Yeah. It's like literally 40 people on all the lights. Yeah, nah. There's been a, a, a bevy of mixtape contributions to the world. So go back and do your mixtape history. Yeah, sure. Wale, a uh, mixtape about nothing. Oh. Uh, Cushion OJ. I got one for you. He's not a mixtape artist, but you can make a case that he has one of the best mixtapes ever. Rich Forever. Oh, yeah. No, oh, yeah, Ross, oh, absolutely. Ross, that was a bomb of a mixtape. That, 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 yeah, that, 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 that's but he what had, you call he it. Had, though, yeah. He had Rich Forever. He had Albert Anastasia EP. I didn't he like had that. Black Dollar, which is like the Black Dollar is a class better than the album. You you think about the album? The album yeah, was the terrible. Album. Right, the, right, right, the Black right, Dollar, right. And then it was Black Market was the album. Black Market, That's Black Dollar was fire. Yeah, the yeah. 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 Uh, oh, what was the one with uh, Black Bar Mitzvah? The one where Black was, Bar Mitzvah was good. The one where he was. Um, yeah, no, Rick Ross is. Rick Ross, he got some shit. The one when he had Saddam Hussein's son on the cover for that. He took the cover to that movie. With the go- with all oh, the I know what you're talking about, but I don't know the name of the yeah, team. Yeah, that, that joke was crazy. Too. I, I think Rich Forever was like it's a it's a classic album. That's like, an album. Was like an album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, that's up. what the album. He started from start to finish. He had the Two Chains record on there. That was my shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, it's been some dope mixtape contributions. Two Chains, another one has some dope yeah. mixtape. True, Fucking, true, uh, true religion. The, uh, the original ride around and I'm getting it was on yeah. the fucking mixtape. I saw like, a lot of people in the comments making a claim for Nipsey. And I'm like, yeah, Nipsey got a lot of work yeah. that went on. You know, he got the $100 mixtape and all that. It's, it's a I lot. mean, there ain't really no right or wrong because it's no, errors. It, it, yeah. At the end of the day, I, I, do, I do personally believe that as much as I love Beans mixtapes, as much as I like D-Block versus the Locks and all of that time period where they was just putting out all types of crazy shit. It was a mixtape every three days. Every coming. three days. It was just dissing <laughs> each other. 
Wayne, Future, Jeezy, and 50 just like they catapulted through mixtape. Yeah. The only other person I could put right there would be Drake because of what he did with So Far Gone might be the most like one mixtape that took somebody the furthest. I would give Wiz that too for Cushion OJ because that was a moment. But Drake isn't a mixtape artist. Right, and right, right, right. That's his, fair. But he said on Underground Kings, like, I got rich off a of mixtape. Like, yeah. that's reality. Like, he got crazy popping. What was the song off of there? Uh, Best I've Ever Had. Like, Best he I've got had. crazy popping off of So Far Best Gone. Best I've Ever Had, Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. Shit, successful. the with Songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Far Gone was nuts. So, good conversation. Great man. conversation. Yeah. I thought it was arguing time. Turns out <laughs> Educating it was, time. He's a long time. <laughs> and that, that didn't go as planned. But we out of here. This We got another show dropping later this week. Um, Dan's back on the mic. Say goodbye, Dan. I'm back. Dan's back. Um, again, live show December. Live 17th. show, live show, live show. Universe. Get your motherfucking live show motherfucking ticket. Tickets, man. Universe.com slash TRPE. Patreon.com slash official TRPE. Oh, and we got a coupon code right now. 10% off TRPE. Yeah. Code Don't forget. TRPE on the uh the website for the tickets. We'll be back later this week. Matt, Chad, Dan. We out. Peace. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.